Hello and welcome to Podcast Sans End. My name is Matt and this is the show where I want to start a clothing line but don't know how, so I call people who do. I know I've been away for a few weeks. I apologize. Uh, I'm making it up to you with today's stellar guest. Uh, Today on the phone, we've got Matt, creator of Cancer Sock Co., a sock and apparel company that raises money for cancer research. Matt's been at it for two years now and is already having some exciting success, including a collaboration with George Poulos from Aero Skate Co. in episode eight of the show. His story and perspective are inspiring, so I will stop talking so that we can get right into it. Episode 19, let's do it. Hey, Matt, how's it going? Matt, what's going on, man? How you doing? Doing super well. Uh, Yeah, I'm excited to chat with you, man. Dude, me too. I love doing these things. So you're out of... Madison, Wisconsin. Cool. Yeah. Is that how you met George? Um, So I actually have never actually met George in person, but I... Uh discovered him on youtube i think kind of through john hill um and cool yeah then discovered his brand and dm'd him i was like hey man uh i think i think i dm'd him beforehand actually be like hey i live in madison we should connect sometime and he was like yeah cool and then after that i was like hey by the way i have this podcast uh and he's like yeah let's do it (laughs) yeah no george is uh george is like a super cool dude yeah, those guys. I mean, you watch you watch John Hill's uh, YouTube videos. Yeah, and George's, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, John Hill's like another cool guy. Yeah, and I see that. Uh, I was I always do a little research slash stalking before the interview, uh, so I have some context. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was wearing your socks too, which is awesome. Yeah, John Hill. He it's cool. It's actually funny how that like how that all happened. Um, cause I always just used to watch his videos, which is crazy. Cause like most of the people that I work with, it's like, Oh man, I'm a fan. And then I just hit them up and I'm like, ah, let's do some work. And then they're like, all right, cool. And then I've been super lucky to have everyone be really cool. Yeah. And then we just end up being friends. So like, it was actually pretty crazy. Cause in the beginning of, uh, what I'm doing. Like I, I made all the socks. I was like, okay, cool. I'm all ready to go. I started hitting people up that inspired me. And I was like, it'd be so sick if I can get some of these people to wear the socks. Right. So, uh, so John Hill was actually one of the people that actually answered me. No way. Okay. This is, this is cool. Um, and so I ended up sending him socks and, uh, he is, he was like super cool. And he put them in one of his videos. And I was like, oh my God, this is sick. And then nothing really came out of that um, after other than the video. Right. And uh, I was just like, okay, cool. And then he moved here. He moved to New York. Is that where you're based out of? We, what's that? Is that where you're based out of? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Um, and so he moved here to New York, and we reconnected through... Oh, he's good friends with Brett Conti, who's a good friend of mine. So the two of them did a pop-up store in New York, which I ended up going to with George. Nice. And then I met John there, and I was like, oh, I sent you socks, by the way. Like, Let's grab coffee one day or something. And uh, ever since, we've been, like, hanging out, shopping it up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hoping hoping to do a collab soon. Yes. With uh, Progress Daily. That'd be awesome. Yeah. he's What he's doing is really sick to me. So, as I said, it's cool to have friends that inspire you. Absolutely. Yeah. And people that you're like, not only inspire you, but people you can DM and be like, hey, uh, you know, ask them a question or even serve them in any way that you can. Uh, it's really cool. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's really cool. And I think that a lot of people that aren't like in on it don't like a lot of maybe like John's viewers or something or George's viewers don't see it. But because I feel like everyone sort of looks like, cool, calm, and collected. Like, everyone looks like they have their life together. <laughs> yeah. But, like, sometimes I'll just, like, text George and be like, dude, where do you manufacture this? Like, how does this work? <laughs> yeah. And, like, vice versa. And it's, a, it's, it's, it's really cool to have friends like that that can help you. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, like, one... I have, like, three reasons. But one of... Probably the bigger reason... I started the podcast was just to connect with people like you or George or, you know, any of the other super awesome brands that said yes when I DM them. Uh, you know, some I'm closer than with closer than with others. Some I keep up with more than others, but you know, each one uh, just being able to learn from, um, you know, your experience and what you've done. And then uh, not only that, but be able to say, Hey, if you ever need anything, let me know. Um, and that's just been an amazing experience. Uh, and I'm so glad that you hit me up. Yeah. I mean, I think that being connected with people is more valuable than anything, really. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a, I do, I, so a little background to me, I work at a radio station full time, um, but I do a little video work as well. Um, and I, I have. Oh, no, let's do some video work, man. I'd love to. I'm all about it. Uh, I, I was listening to this video podcast. Um, it's called The Wandering DP. I highly recommend it for any cinematographers out there. But uh, he'll say often on the show, like the reason I started this podcast was because I wasn't as good as I wanted to be. And I wanted to learn from people who are better than me. So I'm going to start this podcast kind of as an excuse to meet people and to learn from them. And I was like, I'm definitely stealing that idea because I want to start this clothing brand, uh, but I have, you know, no idea what I'm doing. So I'll start a podcast and then I'll, I'll hit up uh, George and then I'll talk to you and I'll talk to other brands and be like, Hey, can I get some advice? <laughs> and it's, uh, it's worked really yeah, well. I mean, I think that that's like such a cool concept and it's, it's a very, uh, it's a very effective way of learning. Mm. And it's crazy because like nowadays through the internet, you can learn how to do anything really. Like, yep. I don't know. I'm just, I'm super about the internet and <laughs> same. Yeah. 
So, I guess. Did you want to start? Dude, I'm honestly, if you don't mind, definitely using that, like, first bit of conversation just oh, yeah. about how you connected with, like, George yeah. and John. Um, I was going to ask you about yeah. kind of your, and we can, we can delve even deeper later, but I was going to, I was even going to ask you about, like, hey, tell me about your, your approach to, you know, quote, influencer, and, you know, they're your friends now, but, you know, influencer marketing and reaching out to those people and your involvement in skate and YouTube, but we can definitely delve into that, but I definitely want to use that first bit. Cause I was like, we just jumped right into it. That was really cool. Definitely. So I guess as the first question, I'm curious, like kind of the origin story, like what made you want to start making socks? Like what's your story, man? Like where, like where do you come from and how did you get to, you know, that idea to, to, to cancer sock company. Yeah. So I grew up in like just outside of New York city. Um, come from like a relatively small place, at least compared to the actual city. I'm, I mean, I'm only like 40 minutes out, but right. Definitely a, a slower pace than New York city. <laughs> yeah. But, um, I mean, basically, I don't know. I've just always had this desire to have a clothing brand. Like, I've always wanted to do this. Mm. And I, I guess I can't even explain why, but it's just like, I don't know. I'm, I'm super passionate about it. And I always thought, like, oh, it'd be so cool to see people walking around wearing my stuff. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what I thought. Yeah. And so, especially growing up, uh, skateboarding a bunch, everybody, or I guess not everybody, but a lot of people's desire is to be sponsored. Mm. That means like you can in your head tell yourself like, Oh, I'm good. I'm sponsored. Right. Um, so, I mean, when I was younger, I feel like a lot of the younger kids really care about that. And so when I was younger, I did. Yeah. And, um, and so I was like, Oh, if I have a clothing brand, I can sponsor people. And like, make people's dreams come true. Yeah. It ended up not really being a thing because, uh, my clothes, like I, I'm relatively associated with skateboarding because of the people that I'm associated with, like George and Brett and all of the, all of the YouTubers. Yeah. Uh, but I don't have like a skate team or anything. I don't, I don't necessarily want to like limit myself to just skateboarding. Yeah. Um, although I obviously like back it a hundred percent for sure. Um, so that's where the whole desire to have a clothing brand thing comes in. Um, and then in terms of wanting to donate money towards cancer research, it's just been something that has like affected me pretty much my whole life. Yeah. Um, so I grew up, I have two brothers, uh, so I, I grew up with them, my mom, my dad, and my grandma, who is, like, one of my best friends in the world. I love her. Yeah. Um, she is, um, her husband, so my grandpa, mm. he passed away from cancer, like, years before I was born. Yeah. So, growing up, I just, he was never around, and when I was younger, I always had questions like, well, where is he? And how did this happen? And whatnot. Mm -hmm. And then 
as I grew older, obviously I got to understand it. And, uh, it's something that I feel affects a lot of people. Mm. Um, so I figured like, well, uh, my grandpa passed from cancer and then years later, uh, other people that I knew, whether they were in my family or, uh, close friends and stuff had suffered from the effects of cancer. And so I was like, well, I want to start a clothing company and I want to help with this. Like I'm no scientist. I, I'm not going to go and (laughs) find a cure for cancer myself. Yeah. Uh, so if I'm not going to do that, then maybe I can help in this way. Yeah. Um, so yeah. That's super cool, man. Thank you. Yeah. What, what has been the, I guess the response of people, you know, like, Hey, uh, I have a clothing company. We make a bunch, we make like dope socks and give money to cancer. Uh, how, I guess in, how long have you been doing this? So it's going to be two years on September 15th. Congratulations. Well, thank you. Yeah. Uh, It'll like my website opened September 15th, 2016. Way cool. I really started, I really started, uh, preparing in like April, May of 2016. Sure. How was, how, how was it? Was it kind of like, did you, did you ease yourself in where you're like, okay, I'll do a soft launch and kind of, you know, not make the biggest deal. Or were you like, okay, on this date, you know, going to go all out. Yeah. How did, how was, how was that? And how was the reception towards it? Um, (laughs) well, I sort of did go all out. Nice. Um, so the, the reason that I chose socks was because I knew that, there's there's a million and one people on Instagram that are like, I have a clothing brand. Here's my clothing brand. And yep. um, a lot of them are cool. Uh, but a lot of them, I don't know, like some people just have a clothing brand to have a clothing brand and say that they have a clothing brand mm. and never really ever do anything with it. Yep. Um, so my thing was like, okay, well, if I'm going to do this, like I want it to work. Yeah. And... So I I started off with socks for a couple reasons. Uh, One being that I felt like it would differentiate me a little bit from everybody else. Mm. Um, If I could just focus on on one article of clothing, which like since it has expanded, but I felt like if I was just like cancer clothing company, cancer apparel, whatever. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I would get sort of lost in that wave of like other clothing brands. Right. I've seen where like how many sock companies do you know of, you know? Very few. Yeah. In a good way. (laughs) So so that's what I started with. Um, And then I probably thought of that idea like a little bit towards the end of my freshman year of college. So that was 2016. Um, and then my dad is himself is an entrepreneur. So I was like, okay, cool. I can like go to him for uh, advice on how to start and yeah, all of that. Um, so he sort of pointed me in the direction uh, to get everything set up like legally. So I spent the summer 
um, getting an LLC, trademarking the name, because that was like one of his big things. It was like, okay, the name is super important. Mm. So we don't want anyone taking the name. We got to get a trademark. Right. So I had been working since basically I was legally allowed to. Right. I didn't really spend any of my money because I didn't need to. Yeah. And so I had put a bunch of money from my savings into getting a trademark and getting an LLC um, and finding an accountant and all of that so that I knew that on the legal end, everything was good. Um, and then I found a manufacturer to make the socks, came up with a design that I thought was cool, um, put them on the socks, started an Instagram account, and then sort of one thing just led after the other, and here we are. That's beautiful. I This might be... So, super specific question. Um, I okay. am... I'm starting off with with my brand as kind of a... more of the handmade small batch kind of deal uh, where I'll be like trying cool. to make the pieces myself but in very small quantities because I'm just one guy. Um, but I've considered manufacturing. Uh, is it like, how complex is that process? How did you go about finding a manufacturer, especially for perhaps a listener who, you know, is not about, you know, they don't want to make anything. Uh, they want to, you know, just be the designer and then, uh, work with manufacturers. How, how was that process? Um, the manufacturing process is pretty dreadful, if I'm being honest. <laughs> it's, it's hard. Well, I mean, once you find a good manufacturer, everything is pretty smooth. Right. Um, but actually finding a good manufacturer is pretty tough. And so, like with my dad, I knew that I could go to him for legal advice. Right. Because right. he owns a catering hall, like near where I live. Um so he's not familiar, obviously, with, like, manufacturing clothing. Sure. I was like, all right, well, where the heck am I going to go with this? <laughs> right. um, but I was lucky enough to... So I go to Manhattan College, um, which is in the Bronx, actually. Nice. <laughs> ironically enough. <laughs> and uh, I ended up meeting... Do you know Brett Conti? Um, I don't know him. I've He runs uh, Fortune, right? Yeah, yeah, I know of him, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so sometime during my freshman year, I remember I was just, like, walking around school, and I saw a flyer on the wall. Mm. It was, like, lecture in whatever room, uh, Brett Conti from Fortune NY, basically saying that he was coming to speak about how he started Fortune, and... I didn't know who he was at the time because when I met him, he didn't do YouTube. He wasn't really doing much like with his personal brand yet. Yeah. Um, but I knew what fortune was and I was like, Whoa, this <laughs> is great. Like I know what fortune is. Right. I was like, all right, cool. So I'm going. So I end up, uh, going with, with, uh, one of my friends and, his lecture was just like, it was super inspiring because it was the first time that I heard something or I heard someone rather, uh, that I sort of saw myself in a little bit in a way, because he's from like a pretty small town. Mm. He went to the same school as me. Like 
he had relatively similar life circumstances that I did, and he did something like create fortune. Yeah. Um, so it was really the first time where I was like, okay, like I can do this. Mm. And so I remember, um, I remember after the lecture, I, I was, I'm, I'm, I'm a pretty shy guy like, yeah. meeting people for the, for the first time. And so after the lecture, I, we like shared a couple words and I was like, yeah, like this was cool, blah, blah, blah. And he had like given me his email and he was like, yeah, like hit me up if you ever need anything. And at that point I didn't even tell him about what I had, uh, envisioned for cancer. Right. This was before I started cancer. So I was like, okay, uh, cool. And <laughs> so a couple days later I emailed him and I was like, dude, like, thanks for coming. Um, and the lecture was awesome, blah, blah, blah. And then he, and then, then I was like, oh, we should meet up and just like chop it up. Yeah. And so he was super down. And so we ended up speaking and becoming friends. And, uh, and then I had told him about the idea I had for cancer. And so he was like, he was into the idea and he was like, yeah, you should do it. Like, this sounds cool. Mm. And so he actually helped me, uh, a bit with, figuring out how I was going to manufacture things. And he definitely gave me some pointers on that. end. Yeah. That's awesome. It's all about the people. Thanks, man. That's it. That's really cool. What? So. Thank you. Yeah. Can you, so I guess you, 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 uh, this, I'm trying. Skated is skated a word. You, you skateboarded. <laughs> you, uh, you're a skater. Yeah. Like so. You, yeah, yeah. You were in those circles. Um. In, uh, you mentioned earlier, those are the people you reached out to. Um. Did you like? Did you reach out to them? I guess was the basis like, how, how did you get into the skateboarding YouTube kind of community? Uh, was that intentional or was it just like, I love to skateboard and these are people I know because they are on YouTube. That is why I'm hitting them up. Yeah, exactly. So I started skating probably when I was like 11 or 12. Nice. Um, so it was like me and my best friend growing up. He lived like right down the block. One day he got a skateboard and I was like, yeah, oh, this looks cool. Let's <laughs> Like we ended up learning how to skate together and, um, it sort of didn't end until I, I like broke both of my ankles twice and I was like, okay, cool. Like, I'm, uh, I'm not over this, but I'm sort of over this. Right. Um, so now I just have like a, like a penny cruiser board that I ride and I don't skate as hard anymore. Right. Try not to break those um, ankles. But yeah, I mean, basically, it, the whole uh, connection with skate YouTubers was basically just, I think that in the past, like, maybe seven to ten years, there's been a big shift in the skateboarding community. And I think that um, the demographic of skateboarders has changed a lot. Like, mm. back in the 90s and early 2000s, if you were a skateboarder, you were sort of like, you were like a badass and 
people like looked at you as a rebel and whatnot. Right. And I think that that, at least to some degree, still stands. But I definitely wasn't one of those kids. Mm. And I didn't feel like I fit in with those people. Um, and then I started watching like skate YouTubers and I was like, oh, wow, this is cool. Because the skate YouTubers tend to be people that aren't like considered core. Because, right. Like, the skateboarding community is very, uh, they like to put people in boxes. Yeah. Um, and so I saw myself in some of the skate YouTubers and then I sort of just like I just started watching all of them and right. I thought it was super interesting and then when you went to make your socks you're like okay I already love these people I'd love for them to wear my socks let's connect yeah well that's one of the things too uh, that I believe in is when you own a brand I, I feel like it's much smarter to not just have anybody represent your brand. Mm. Like the people who represent your brand are the people that, uh, sort of give your brand character. Yeah. So I was like, if I can work with people that represent who I am, then the brand will represent me as opposed to just like marketing through somebody that I don't really identify with, you know? For sure. Yeah, because then people would discover the, your brand through this other person, and then they would meet you and be like, oh, that's weird. But, you know, when you're working with people who you love and who are, you know, have the same vibes, it's super consistent all the way through. Exactly. And that's why I didn't want to make it just a skateboarding brand. Because... Yeah there are obviously a lot of, a lot of other things I'm interested in. So, um, one of, to me, one of my biggest accomplishments, um, was a project that I did a while back with my friend clock, who's uh, a DJ. Nice. Um, and he is the tour DJ for Mac Miller. If you're familiar with who that is, I'm not. It sounds vaguely familiar, but I'm not. Yeah, he's like a... He's a hip-hop artist. Uh, he was dating Ariana Grande for a little bit. Which is like a, a big thing. Oh, sick. Um, but anyways, yeah. I was always like a huge fan of him. Um, like from when I was growing up. So one of my... One of my uh, main goals was to get him in on this. Yeah. And, uh, and so I also really like through him learned about clock who I also like really fell in love with. Yeah. And so I was like, man, like there's such a cool team and whatnot. So I actually, uh, was working with a photographer at the time who reached out to me and he was like, Hey, I don't know if you know who this guy is, but his manager thinks that your socks are cool. Nice. And so I was like, wow, no way. Like, Clock's manager thinks uh, <laughs> my stuff is cool. That's crazy. So I ended up, uh, I ended up like meeting up with them. Everything went super well. We made socks together. Um, Clock ended up bringing them on tour with him and Mac. 
Yes. And it was like the craziest thing to me. Like the Sox sold out at every show, like 25 plus countries. And that was like the biggest thing to me. That's huge. Yeah, it was, it was honestly, it was, it was insane. And, and what, like, just for reference, like what started that? Was it, was it as simple as you were a fan of the brand, so you reached out, or a fan of the, you know, the DJ and the artist, so you reached out? Well, no. His manager had told this photographer that I was working with right. that he liked the socks. I have no idea how he saw them or how he, like, caught wind of it. Yeah. But the photographer came back to me and told me that, and then I hit up his manager and I was like, okay, cool, let's do a collab. And then we met up and they were down and the rest is history. That's amazing. That's so cool. Thank you. So, so I'm also a, I'm a shy dude. Uh, and so I'm curious for the other shy guys or gals who, you know, they're looking to, they're looking to start their clothing brand, right? If they're listening to the show, I'm assuming that's why. But, you know, there's a lot of things you can do by yourself and in the quiet, you know, you can design by yourself. You can, you can, you can create by yourself. But when it really comes to getting yourself out there, what advice do you have for the shy, for the shy folks listening who, you know, want to reach out to that retailer or want to reach out to that influencer, but are so freaking nervous. Like, how have you handled that? I mean, I think it's, I think it's, it's all about practice, like a lot of things. Mm. Um, so I think that with my case, like I'm, I'm super shy. Yeah. Sometimes like I get super anxious to reach out to people like you just said. Yeah. Um, but I guess what it comes down to is like, okay, Matt, well, how much do you want this? Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, one of the things that I do is like, I, I force myself to do it. Mm. And one of the things that I've learned is that it usually ends up pretty well, especially because you sort of ease into it. I've never had a situation where I sort of just ran into somebody <laughs> and had to force myself to speak to them face to face. Yeah. Um, so it's more so just like, oh, well, we already spoke through like DMs. Um, I know who this person is. I, I think he's cool. Mm -hmm. Uh, we're like aware of each other now. So I think it'll be all right. Right. I end up still getting nervous. <laughs> right. But it, 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 it works out usually. Yeah, for sure. I've noticed that too. Um, even with something as simple as like, Sending DMs to people on Instagram is now like easy, but you know, when I am sitting in the studio and it hits four o'clock or four thirty and it's time to actually call this person, I'm sitting there, I'm like, I've done this now 17, 18 times. I'm like, why am I still nervous? But it, yeah, it's never ended. Oh, yeah, I feel that. I've never regret I've never regret it once. Uh, whether it's you know the podcaster or talking to someone in person or walking up to them, like not once has it ended poorly. Uh, it always goes well. Which yeah. I mean, it's like one of those things that you just got to force yourself through. Right. 
And then afterwards you're like, oh man, like I'm so glad I did that. Yeah, dude. Afterwards, I'm usually like really excited. Right. Like it's very rewarding. Yeah. I think if people could feel that feeling right before they took that leap, I think they'd take it more often. I think I would take it more often, but it's so hard to see that when I'm anxious. Uh, but that's really good. Uh, yeah. It's great advice. Yeah. And I think, I think one of the things that we forget too is like, everybody's a human being. And mm. like, it's, it's more uh, common than we think that other, like probably a lot of other people are, are anxious or nervous too. You know? Yeah. Right. When I got on here, I was like, I was definitely a little nervous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nah, I appreciate, I appreciate, I remember the first, the very first person who I got on the phone with, I had been watching uh, his YouTube channel. Uh, he's a screen printer, so he does screen printing on YouTube. It's pretty sweet, but his name's Cam Irvin, shout out. Cool. But I called him up. It was my very first podcast and I was all sorts of nervous and uh, especially because I had seen him on YouTube. So I already had that like, like I know the guy, but I don't know the guy. And uh, he was like, hey, I'm feeling nervous too. And that just made me, I was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> like he's human. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I guess, what are, your, what are your plans as you move forward? I'm curious. I saw that you, have, you had the hoodie as well. Um, are there, like, what's, what's, uh, what's next for, for Cancer Sock Company? Yeah, so a bunch of things, actually. Um, I've sort of been super flooded with working on new projects, which nice. has been really exciting. It's like the, it's like the best uh, busy can be. Right. Um, but yeah, I've, I mean, since socks, I've expanded. I've done like hats before. I've done hoodies. I've done shirts. Um, so now basically I'm really just trying to grow. Like that's, uh, that's what I'm trying to get towards. Yeah. So I'm trying to perhaps get into a, a franchise store. I know that that's a, that's a pretty big source of income for quite a few brands. Mm. Um, so that would be awesome. Uh, and I'm trying to just work on my branding. Yeah. Like, uh, I thought of this idea like maybe two weeks ago. Um, and so before I was telling you how September 15th is the day that, I opened up the website for cancer. Yeah. Um, so what I want to do is I want to make that cancer day, like self self proclaimed cancer day. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, next year I'm hoping to do a pop-up store here in the city, That'd be um, dope. which would be sick, but there wasn't enough time for any planning for that this year. So, I actually have this really cool design that I'm putting on three different colorways of shirts um, that'll be available that day. And I also want it to be sort of like a movement for everybody that day to post pictures in their cancer socks or hats or shirts. Yeah. Um, So yeah, those are a couple of things that I'm focused on right now. 
that's really cool. And like, you could do it different. You could do it bigger and better every year, like getting, you know, growing and making it uh, a bigger deal. That'd be awesome. Yeah, that's the goal. And it's like kind of a, a cool little, obviously you're raising tons of money for cancer, but it's a cool little birthday gift to you. Just like, okay, birthday's on the 9th and 15th is like, you're working super hard, obviously, but just seeing the brand grow and inspire people, what a gift that is. Yeah, it's definitely a good, a good late birthday gift. <laughs> so, uh, and there's, our, there's already like so much uh, wisdom slash golden nuggets slash like bits of uh, such good advice throughout this whole talk. But I always like to ask Keep it super general, or my question is super general. You can get as specific or general as you want, but uh, you know, when someone walks up to you uh, at your pop up one day and says, "Hey, like I love cancer socks, and I love how you know you're making socks now and shirts and hoodies. Uh, how do I start a clothing company? Like, what do I do?" Uh, and I'm kind of, I'm that kid right now. You know, uh, super generally, what would you give? What advice would you give? Um, if you were if you were Brett Conti, right, in that in that lecture hall, what would you say to someone looking to start a clothing brand? Well, you know what's funny is um I was surprisingly to myself put in this situation um back in I think March when John and Brett did that pop up store. Yeah. Um which was pretty crazy because I really just went to support them and I wanted to check it out and it was really cool. And as I said, me and George went together Mm. and there were like so many kids there that knew us and it was the craziest feeling because I, I had never felt that before. Yeah. Um, and so it was crazy. Almost, it was kind of weird to me, like (laughs) a couple kids asking like for pictures or, um, one kid asked me to sign his shoe. That's unreal. Oh, gee, like these are <laughs> these are nice shoes. You really want me to ruin them? <laughs> um, so this kid actually ended up coming up to me, and he was like, "Hey, my name is Nick. Um, I'm looking to start my own clothing brand. I've been following Cancer since you had like a thousand followers. Like, I really love the brand. He was wearing the socks, which is sick. Yes. Um. So." Then he had asked me, like, what is your advice? Mm. And to be honest, I feel like with anything in life, as long as you're 100% committed and you're 100% loving what you're doing, mm. I think that you will, uh, you will triumph. Yeah. So I think that as long as your brand represents who you are, um, and you really work at it and you just try and keep growing and growing. Um, I think it'll work. Yeah, that's great. And I, I asked that question a lot, obviously. Uh, and it, I feel like most people are looking for that, that kind of, that key that'll be like, Oh man, like, that's how I can start a clothing brand. But I think that key is, is just dedication and hard work. 
uh, like you said earlier, yeah, exactly. getting over that nervous, it's like, it's like getting over your nerves. Um, you don't really get over them, but you have to ask yourself, you know, how bad do you want it? And then just move forward regardless. Yeah. And I think that also a lot of people, a lot of people sometimes look for shortcuts. Like people want, people want to do big things and do little work. Mm. And I think that that doesn't generally work. Like I think it's worse for people. Uh, but I think that that's sort of like a lotto situation. Yep. Yeah. And how attached, how much do you actually love what you're doing? If you know, you got there because you won the lottery, right? It's like, how attached to you are that thing? How much does it mean to you and to others if it came easily? Exactly. And usually that stuff is just like a fate. It's just a trend. Like it's something or someone might have quote unquote hit the lottery, uh, but they're not going to be around longer than like three months, you know? Right. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, any final words for the for the fine listener? Uh, shout out, shout out to the the Cancer Gang. Everyone yes. follows. Love you guys. That is it for episode 19 of Podcast Sands. And Matt, thank you so much for hopping on the phone with me. It means a ton. And I can't wait to see how you and your brand continue to grow. Go follow Cancer Sock Co. at Cancer on Instagram, spelled C-A-N-S-W-E-R. And online at CancerSockCo.com. If you like what you heard, hit that subscribe button, hit that favorite button, drop a comment or a voice message if you're listening on Anchor. Keep up with the show on Instagram at Podcast Sands. And I'll be posting show highlights all week and I'll let you know when we drop a new episode. Find the show notes for this episode at podcastsandsend.com. Follow my journey at Real Matt Andre on Instagram and Matt Vlogs on YouTube. I have an announcement. I am dropping Sands End first clothing line on October 1st. That's what all of my vlogs will be about for the next few weeks. So now is definitely a good time to head over there. Shout out as usual to Benjamin Banger. You are listening to his track, Church. Find a link to his latest album. Once again, at podcastsandsend.com. Thank you so much for listening. I love you. Stay tuned for next week's episode with who knows who. So until next time, peace, love, and rock on. Peace.